Hello and welcome back to another episode of How to Survive Your Twenties. My name is Jonah. I'm Joe, and we have a friend today. We do. Who is our friend? His name is Dan. His name ah, is Dan. Okay. Hello, Dan. Hello. He sounds great. <laughs> he, do, he does sound great. I like the sound of this guy. <laughs> he might stick around a little while. He's not too bad, I guess. Dan does have the habit of talking in the third person throughout the whole podcast. So. <laughs> He's got issues. <laughs> well, we're actually taking a little bit of a break um, over summertime. So it's a good welcome back now to the podcast. So thank you if you stuck around. Um, Joe, how's your, how's your summer been? What have you been up to? Thank you for sticking <laughs> Thanks for being patient, brothers. Not abandoning us straight away. It's for people that have just hit pause at the end of the last episode. And yeah. Done nothing. Yeah. Just literally sat down eagerly like, oh my gosh, when are they going to come back? Come on. All <laughs> oh, right. So what did, what did I do this summer? Mm. Well, not too much. A lot of work. Uh, we're staying in Belfast for, for the summer. So mm. we, we actually didn't get the heat, we- heat wave, which was nice. That was just awful, Joe. <laughs> Something missed out. It was amazing here. Uh, Things that only people in Ireland would say. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God we didn't get the heat this summer. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, that's just funny. Yesterday we were on the tr- uh, sorry, not the tram, the uh, the tube, or the un- yeah, the underground, yeah. and like it was quite warm. But I was thinking like when it hit the heat wave, it must have been absolutely awful being on the underground, like just just sweaty yeah. all the I, time. I don't actually take the undergrounds. I basically... Oh, learned. here it goes. Here comes the, the last thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I learned, he I, flies by helicopter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I just learned to just walk. Basically, London is way more walkable than people actually think. It is enormous, right. but mm, like most yeah. stuff is within, I'd say, an hour's walk. And yeah, yeah. the tube and everything. I mean, mm. people complain. It's super amazingly easy and yeah. fast. But equally, it sucks being rammed into public transport, yeah, whatever yeah. the public transport is, however good it is. Mm. So I've just like my life hack is walking. And so I walk everywhere. And so I don't suffer from that. And it's awesome. Oh, OK. <laughs> Fair go. enough. Right. Walking, you knew. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> so funny because they say it to people and, and they're like, yeah, I mean, that's a fairly good point. I'm like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, it was as surprising to me as anyone that I could walk. <laughs> Bringing it back, old school, I love exactly. it. Exactly. I walked here today, it was a 45-minute walk, it was oh, great. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it puts yeah, me yeah. in a good mood. Yeah, mm. yeah. Also, myth, it doesn't always rain in London, because I walk every day. Ah, so you have physical proof. <laughs> yeah, right it's like, okay. rains like a, like two or three times, like literally. A year? Uh, no, a month. <laughs> a month. <laughs> a day. <laughs> An hour. Yeah. Uh, it only rains four times a day. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. So... So we, so I actually did spend some of some of the, the summer in in Bath actually, mm. not in the Bath in Bath. <laughs> I love Bath. Bath. I learned something. It's quite life changing. So, like in in Bath, there's a lot of shops and stuff. So I went off to the shops by myself, and I came back and I was with my with with my wife's family, and they're all in the park. And I was walking down, and they said, "Joe, we've we've got something to tell you. Sit down." So, so I sit down. It's quite it's quite somber. And they go, Joe, we don't like your shorts. <laughs> they need to go. <laughs> and I love these shorts. I thought they were great shorts. And they're like, no. Are they checked? No, they're not checked. No, okay. no. And then they spent like a good half hour educating me on what good shorts are. So what I thought would be good, Dan, is if we play good shorts or bad shorts. Yeah, I'd okay. love to. Okay. I'd so, love to. So... Because we spent like a good half hour on a bench watching people go by and pointing out if they were good shorts or bad shorts. FYI, I don't agree with like everything they said. Well. Some stuff I do agree with, not everything though. Like, <laughs> okay, so let's let's play. Let's okay. see. And now, like we were saying, I wonder if Dan's gonna wear shorts. Today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've so. had a guest on on my podcast. He he only wears shorts. Oh really? really? Including okay. like 
the coldest day of the year he'll still only wear shorts jean shorts it's his oh, signature look okay. it's so interesting so he may need to listen to the podcast yeah, yeah, because yeah. Ellie's family would not well, just just take it away Joe okay. alright so we'll start with right, I can already okay. see jean shorts are out <laughs> <laughs> oh, well so jean shorts what do you say good shorts or bad shorts jean shorts are good thank but, you um, they're better if they're like black so like black right. jean shorts look really good light denim jean shorts can be a bit much okay okay interesting interesting yeah. okay. you can't i mean you literally can't go wrong with black denim shorts black jean shorts <laughs> well it depends who you ask apparently <laughs> you can go wrong that's what i meant to say <laughs> okay okay all right okay so um uh, over the knee over the knee shorts nah over the knee shorts is bad shorts yeah bad shorts correct yeah correct awful okay, shorts. very good yeah, okay really bad okay let's say let's say Four inches above the knee. So quite short shorts. Like. No, that's too much. Too much. Oh, Dan's very good at this. <laughs> yeah, correct. It's a bit correct. Essex, white bit boy. Ex- oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like Love Island shit. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. very good, very good. Okay, let's see. Okay, so check checkered shorts. I mean, terrible. Terrible. Okay, very good. Just very the good. Worst. Yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan would have done well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, tassels, tassels on your shorts. Are you actually fucking joking? <laughs> Tassels? <laughs> tassels? I'm six years old, Joe. <laughs> I had tassels on my shorts. They are terrible. But tassels usually come with checkered shorts. I feel like that's why etched memory. It's a two I, in one. It's usually like those stupid cargo shorts that have tassels yeah, on them. Right. You're like, what's going on? Are you a tent or are you wearing shorts? <laughs> like, are you looking to be tied down to something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. that's a no. That's a no. Oh, he's doing very well. Okay, uh, cargo shorts. Awful. Oh, Joe's <laughs> like okay. literally okay. my entire here's wardrobe. The, here's the true test. Here's the true test. Okay, belts with shorts. Belts with shorts. Belts with shorts. I mean, if you, if you, I mean, yes, if you yeah. can't fucking fit your oh, shorts on. No, no, <laughs> I mean, Dan, I'm sorry. You, you failed. You failed. Okay, you didn't even wow. mention this last night. You, you can't wear a belt with shorts. No, that's what they told Why? me. Why? That's what they, I don't know. Nah. I, let Jonah, I didn't make up the rules. Surely if you pick a good belt that goes with yeah. the shorts, what's the difference? It's I better than them this, falling off. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think you have to pick shorts that fit you, I guess, like. But I mean that's that's a good rule of thumb. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> buying clothes that as fit, in, as in sure. But yeah. so is losing weight. <laughs> you know, that's also good for some people. Yeah, they said they said uh, they said no belt, no belt. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. interesting and wrong. Fair. That's okay. fair. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't agree with that. I think it's no belt with a suit is the rule. No you belt with a really? suit. Yeah, but like suit, tra- like so. If you're uh, more like a posh suit, if you're going to like a wedding or whatever, you don't wear a belt with that kind okay. of suit trousers. Mm. Like it's all. By the way, um, <laughs> now you know. I'm learning a lot. Uh, that, I mean, that that is that is a rule. But I've yeah. never heard of don't wear a belt with shorts. Because oh, I heard well. the rules like they're just perverts, mate. Maybe they just want your <laughs> shorts to fall off. Uh, Maybe they're just jealous of your wife, style, Joe. Yeah, yeah. you just call them. <laughs> it's definitely jealousy. Jealousy. Yeah, there you go. So, anyway, and uh, finally, um, uh, chino shorts, good or bad. I feel like they could be okay, Gino shorts. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. They, they class them as good. Yeah. yeah. I haven't had Gino shorts, but I reckon ones. they're... I, I can see them being quite nice. Kind yeah, of yeah. making me want some. Oh, well, they... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting into some, some vibe. Yeah, so, but didn't well, you say they're the only ones that they approve of is Gino shorts? Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were. They said, like, it's pretty hard to get, like, good shorts. It is hard to get yeah. good shorts, but that's why, that's, why, that's why the safety is just get black jean shorts, black jean which is shorts. kind of the same as chino shorts, frankly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's Dan's advice. So welcome to How to Survive Your Shorts. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, that's what I learned this summer. There you go. <laughs> well, life-changing. Very useful. Did you learn anything, Jonah? I learned... Well, so I moved house this summer. 
Um, I learned a lot. I learned that the house is haunted as a curse because every time someone moves into the house, someone on the street dies. Really? Yep, not even kidding you. Wow. So I went to take the bins out one day and like they're on our street. And there's a body in there. <laughs> well, maybe because, so I go to the back door and I open it and like, I feel like a tug and there's like police tape wrapped around my handle from like the lamppost <laughs> to the other side and there's like, all right. And then I turn my head and look outside and there's like a whole forensic team and police officers wow. stood outside wow. our bins just going through all the rubbish. And I was like, it's terrible. Great, so love someone that. was killed. It's not like someone dies. Oh yeah, someone oh no, was like, killed, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone, was ki- uh, someone dies, I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. You must have a lot of pensioners on your ha- on your road, but you're <laughs> suggesting there was a oh, no, it, it escalated. So I go back inside and like go on Google and I just like search, like look at areas, see if there's like, you know, Any articles, or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, someone was murdered. And that was brilliant. So when I spoke to a roommate afterwards, wow. he was like, oh yeah, I was actually expecting that because the same thing happened when I moved in. I was like, brilliant. That's so, insane. Uh, and then we found a mouse in my room as well. I mean, that's, <laughs> so, that's actually like much less terrifying. Yeah. But, well, yeah. no, because this is the thing. So like I had the lights off. The mouse had like a cut off finger by any chance. It's <laughs> 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 kind of, it was actually the mouse that killed the person. Oh, right. Yeah. But like, I turned, the lights were off and like all oh. I could hear was like just scratching on the floorboards. And like when it's pitch black and I'm the only one upstairs, that is terrifying. Yeah, fair. Because I thought they're coming for me now. Like yeah, I'm the yeah. next one. But I turned the light on, it's just a mouse, but still. You must have felt like a big man at that moment. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> just, just get out and leave me alone. <laughs> But yeah, that was my summer, pretty much. That summed was... up in a short story. There's <laughs> yeah. a bit, bit of a contrast there. Isn't yeah. there? <laughs> how, was, how was your summer, Dan? I was just trying to think if I learned anything this summer. I it's peaked. It's I learned it doesn't doesn't rain <laughs> as much as people say. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, as as I've shared yeah, yeah. to all the haters out there, <laughs> lying. Um, what else did I learn? I I actually I've had a very mild summer because I've saved my basically because I'm launching a new business yeah yeah um, and so um, one of the things I did which was which has been really hard actually is I gave up alcohol for um, anything other than special occasions right okay which I know doesn't sound that crazy <laughs> however. Actually, what I've learned is that's so hard in London if you have a fairly sociable oh, job. Of course, yeah, yeah. So I was just recognizing, and I don't think it's so bad either. So I don't, I don't think it's that terrible to have, like, you know, a, a, a beer or a glass of wine every day. No, sure. Especially. However, that is what I was doing. Yeah. And so I was like, I wonder how I would feel if I just drank way less. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm only going to drink at weddings because I'm like, you know, in my early 30s, which means that everyone's getting fucking married all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, if you if you add all the weddings onto like casual oh, drinking, right, you okay. know, that can't be very good for you. So Fair enough, yeah. I was like, I wonder how hard that will be. And... It's actually really quite difficult because you basically spend your entire summer apologizing to people, <laughs> um, which I know is what you do being English anyway. Sure, that's but, true. Yeah. But um, I, I'm amazed at like how... And so what I've learned is um, the perfect drink is soda water and lime in a normal glass, one of these, not a pint yeah, glass, because yeah, yeah. then no one asks. Everyone just assumes you're having a gin and tonic. Right, yeah. So there you go. I've, I've hacked my, uh, my non-alcoholic 
drinking habits yeah. to just be left alone right um, yeah. so i don't have to keep apologizing to <laughs> that's people that's true yeah exactly <laughs> which is yeah, great yeah. you think that people would like appreciate when they're doing rounds and you're like i'll have the cheapest thing on the menu yeah, please. Exactly. you think that they would appreciate that but yeah, no yeah. you just have to like apologize all the time so i've learned that's hard and then <laughs> over the weekend um i had a uni reunion and i was like that feels like a special occasion fair enough yeah. and i had plenty of wine right um and i felt so horrific that i keep a little journal and uh like you know just to like track my habits and yeah, whatever yeah. and at the end it's like you know what did you learn this week and i was like alcohol doesn't agree with me <laughs> and so, like, as i haven't learned that i just sort of rediscovered, rediscovered it by yeah. maybe not feeling that shit as regularly and then sort of realizing my god did i always feel this terrible <laughs> it's kind of like a stark contrast when you're saying yeah. like oh god this is horrific it's yeah, like just yeah. accepting this the whole time yeah <laughs> um so that that's basically what i've learned this summer yeah it's funny what what you when you kick something out like sugar because we're talking about this with a friend, the sugar, all those kind of bad things. When you stop doing it, like you feel so much better. You do and feel then, worse first, though. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But then, like after a week or two, it's fine. And then yeah. when you take it again, it just feels terrible. Mm. Yeah. It's just not as T- totally. Yeah. So I, um, I gave up. Um, every year I give up caffeine for like a week. Right. I do that a couple of times a year, just sure. because, just in case. <laughs> right, do you do okay. it specifically for a week or are you trying to give it up all together but then no I'm not really week? trying to give it up all together because I don't I, I, it is actually really good for your brain um, right, yeah. and so I'm not anti-caffeine mm-hmm. I just think you know it's good to make sure you, Have a break. basically it's good to wean yourself off anything you're definitely addicted to and sure. caffeine is an addictive drug yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. one way or another and yeah. so I just do that every so often just to clean the system right um, and it horrific yeah like i literally have to pick the week because like i used to get headaches every single day yeah yeah, yeah i think really bad headaches longer time to kind of and it's the same thing stuff. happens with sugar when you wean yourself off sugar i mean i used to have i mean i used to have like just loads of sugar and white everything now i right, like yeah. brown everything whatever sure. and just very like much less sugar yeah but yeah. like same thing at that time it's just like tired all the time no yes, energy whatever yeah, you just got to yeah. get over that slump yeah, it's yeah. like your body telling you you rely on that and it's like no just get a little bit further away from it and you realise exactly. you don't yeah mm. yeah yeah um, but yeah and I had the same with alcohol I felt terrible after no booze for like a month really which is interesting I expected I would feel um, better quickly yeah that's what and I also I was, <clears throat> what I feel is quite nice is everyone was asking me do you feel so much better? Like looking for me for inspiration. Like maybe I should give it. Do you feel so yeah, much better, Dan? Yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't. And frankly, I wouldn't bother. Is <laughs> genuinely what I was saying to people. They were quite appreciating it because I don't sure. think people just expect you to be a sanctimonious prick that you've like given up booze for the summer. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Being like holier than thou. Yeah, and yeah. I feel amazing. And I'm like, no, I don't feel any different. Oh, okay, <laughs> maybe worse. Oh, right. <laughs> Did you... Do you feel better now, or is it <coughs> consistently like? Um, well, I think the thing is, um, like, my behavior with my body is I try and improve yeah. one major thing over a period of time, however long that thing is. It's not like one sure. major thing over a year. Yeah, it yeah. might be six months, and then I'm like, oh, that's a habit. I'll stack something new on top now. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the col- combination of all those things over a couple of years. I generally feel better. Right. Um, okay. But the, I have to say, like, the, it's really interesting. Like, the, I'm not like promoting alcohol now, but like, there is, <laughs> there is something. Shorts and alcohol. That's yeah. But there is something like, uh, well, for your serotonin and just like energy levels about like having a glass of wine or, right, yeah, yeah. you know, obviously that naturally affects your system uh-huh. um, without doing too much damage. And it's been interesting, like, sort of not having that at all. Right. Okay. Um, I sort of missed that, like, false 
spike on a daily basis yeah yeah, yeah. so i'd say i feel about the same nothing right. remarkable to report okay i've had far better um health related reactions to dropping things out of my diet right um than booze okay. which is very surprising yeah yeah that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, um yeah. like brown like um like white rice to brown rice like white bread to brown bread all that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah much bigger impact oh interesting yeah okay very good very good Fantastic. Well, that was a long intro. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the podcast. That's exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's been a pleasure being on. Thank you. <laughs> Shots and alcohol. Um, okay, so that was Dan. Uh, so Dan is a serial entrepreneur, and he started a business called Grabble, which was the UK's top shopping app. Okay, and he's here today, today to talk about his new service called Heights. Very good. Yeah. Hey, yes. I, well, looking at me for affirmation, yeah, I've worn well, a T-shirt to confuse them. <laughs> um, the company has been called Dawn until basically now, and um, <laughs> and the reason and I'm wearing a Dawn T-shirt, and the reason I'm wearing the Dawn T-shirt is because when you've spent ten pounds on merchandise, oh, <laughs> and you you've changed your well name, you're going to get your money's worth yeah. out of that T-shirt. So I'm wearing this before it becomes obsolete. Right. I was confused when you walked in. I was like, I know. She was like, call it heights, got the heights, and I was like, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is very unfair of me to do it. But again, I just like you know one of my money's worth. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, Don, Don is a because you you searched the website. Oh, yeah. And the, the website, the first thing to come before, up before it be called Heights, I'm sure, is is Try Dawn, and but Dawn is actually like a. Did you say it was a Pakistani news? Yeah, yeah like the first yeah. thing you go is like Dawn is that like it comes up like a Pakistani like news website, and it's like, is. oh wow, this is quite interesting. I wasn't expecting this from from Dan, <laughs> but then, I, then I realized it was not that at all. So <laughs> very confusing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing when I. Um, I, I I knew when I was starting the new business, I wasn't going to end up calling it Dawn. Right. Um, I, oh, knew, really? I knew that from the beginning. Oh, interesting. I thought Dawn was a really nice name. But the problem is you can spend ages on names. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to do that. And because what I'm creating this time, you know, is a proper product company, I knew that I'd have to go through what the name is, how the brand works, can I register trademarks in all the different classes? All that stuff takes time, money, and yeah. basically time. You have to have like a lot of patience. You have to file the trademarks. You have to see if there's any appeals. Sure. It can take up to a year. Mm. So okay. I was like, oh, Dawn represents a new Dawn. I'm yeah. doing something new. It's a great one. But then I was like, I'm not going to fuss around on trying to get the perfect URL. I'm just going to get whatever yeah, and yeah. just put it out there. Obviously, the flip side is I'm very aware that the Pakistani <laughs> Dawn website <laughs> beats are definitely get, very confusing. Getting a lot more hits than usual. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Would you want to give us a little bit of insight to what Heights actually is? Absolutely. I'd love to. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, Heights, um, what we're building is a holistic brand for the brain, mm. um, which... I guess we haven't come up with like the perfect way of describing it, but in our mind, that's exactly uh, the right way. So one of our, um, I guess, insights, if you will, is um, there's a lot of misinformation out there around um, brain performance. Yeah. And there is this whole industry. I mean, we're in entrepreneurship, like me and my business partner, like our industry, if that, if you could call that one. Sure. Everyone's sort of obsessed with like short-term wins, quick fixes. Yeah. Um, life hacks. Yeah, life hacks, productivity. We all follow like, you know, these gurus that share all their different, like, you know, five ways to X, Y, Z with mm -hmm. all the new tropics they're taking and, you know, mm -hmm. all the different things. And 
it was really interesting for us. We started doing the research in this space because we were those customers. Mm. Um, and we're like, we do all the productivity hacks. We do all the things. We take nootropics. We drink loads of coffee. We meditate, exercise regularly, you know, do like the playbook of what we've learned to be true. Mm. Why are we always tired? <laughs> what, what's that about? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Always exhausted. Now, I mean, it's really reasonable to say always tired, actually, because doing taxing work and passionate, and when you're passionate about something you're doing, even though you're, sure. you know, fulfilled and it gives you energy, it's, it's tiring. And you also, you know, complicate blurring the lines of when personal and professional life sort of ends mm. and giving yourself space so there's loads of different good excuses but we were like really interesting went into um do market research in tangential industries so we're like like who are people that we um admire for using their brains like right. knowledge workers essentially okay who are people that we admire we couldn't do their jobs um but they're super sharp and they have to like think hard all day so we're like well lawyers bankers traders journalists um people in media now, these are jobs we don't do but like, yeah. they're super hard and these people are like using their brains all day let's go see what they do oh, okay. so because it's really easy in the entrepreneurship bubble as well to just sort of um think that everyone's doing the same thing but they're not and yeah, actually yeah. like you know you go to lawyers and see what they're doing and it was like a very different sort of lifestyle oh. but i mean they work stupid hours and they have to be a hundred percent correct all the time yeah i mean yeah, that's, that's the opposite of entrepreneurship right okay. entrepreneurship is like you get to guess and people celebrate whether your guess was right and if it was wrong you get to celebrate failure yeah. right yeah. um but then again lawyers are super expensive so they bloody well should get it right. <laughs> um anyway so like these guys are people we admire what do they do what do they take like when they're talking about performance um um, other than like piling in loads of coffee, um, there was interesting because a lot of them um, had a variety of different supplements, but the supplements they were taking were related to their body. Um, so, and when you asked them, um, the women seemed to know what they were taking and why. The men were taking what their wives had told them to take. <laughs> um, so they had very little idea of what they were taking and why. Right, okay. And and then there were like a you know there's a niche amount of people that were taking nootropics so nootropics are um, essentially brain enhancing um, supplements so they're supplements designed for the brain but the efficacy around the legal ones is quite low Um, so the you know there's there's plenty of research on for example lsd or amphetamines like modafinil which are obviously given to people with adhd in america um and ritalin etc etc mm. which are like study drugs but those are a illegal and b aren't very good for your body yeah. um even if they're good for your brain so they're not legal really anywhere but america um and um <laughs> surprise surprise um no comments like, yeah exactly um so there but there's a whole bunch of like uh of, of herbal alternatives that people buy into for uh f- for brain enhancing performance yeah so we're like it's really really interesting okay um let's park that for a minute let's understand so we did 200 customer interviews of people sort of looking at what they take and found that very interesting on the other side of things we, I guess, like, I had a personal experience, so I'm going on, like, a bit of a meander, but I hope no, that's okay. No, no, yeah, Go yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I, like, I, had, I had an interesting experience um, in my last business. I had really bad insomnia. Um, right. And I 
couldn't really understand why that was happening. This is kind of the genesis of why we started building mm. heights. There was a sort of two two sides to it. One was understanding what people like us were already doing, and then what people in tangential industries were already doing. Um, and two was I picked up really bad insomnia, and I was unaware of or I just couldn't figure out why I had it. Mm. So usually and I've had like mental health issues before that basically like acute anxiety that were brought on by someone else. So like, you know, a crazy boss is mm. a really good example of when people suffer anxiety and you tell yourself the story, which tends to be true. If the boss went away or I left that job, I'd be happier and I wouldn't feel like, you know, fear, angry, scared, whatever. Mm. And that's of course true. Like in most cases you rem if you're lucky enough that you're issue is caused by someone else remove the person or remove yourself from the environment and it'll don't, go away don't murder them though that's <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um, just to clarify what remove means <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah don't move into Jonah's um, so um, in the circumstance that I was in I um, I was getting married in five months mm. I or six months I um, had just raised money for my business. I just hired a team. I had a really lovely office in Shoreditch, which I'd always like dreamt of having. Yeah. Um, was getting paid a really good salary for the first time in my entrepreneurship journey because that's like the last thing you do. You pay yourself well. You pay everyone else well first. That was like the first time in four or five years I'd actually had a salary right. as good as before I'd started being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, I had all these things that I was like super happy about. And yeah, I was like, why can't I sleep? It was driving me nuts. So I spent five months basically getting to bed, going to sleep at midnight and waking up at 2 a.m. Um, now, the plus side to that is um, I, I started to tell myself a story that, um, you know, A, maybe I didn't need so much sleep. And that, you know, you hear that from people sometimes. You hear that from, like, you know, the champions of society, like Elon Musk or whatever. We are like, well, maybe, Two hours, it's fine. Yeah, maybe I'm like, I was like, maybe I'm just like Elon Musk. Maybe I should start <laughs> tapping into my potential that I only need two hours <laughs> yeah. sleep. Who knows? Maybe this is the sign. So I would start working at, like, 2 a.m. My wife would often come into, like, the living room and be like, what on earth are wow. you doing up? But yeah. um, we have a good joke, which we used in my wedding speech, which is mostly that I, I had the worst, I had the best um, mental health problem to be compatible with my wife because she sleeps like a log. Oh, okay. um, so she's like, I've got, we've got two cats, and she sleeps more than both of them put together. Oh, really? Like okay. amazingly, it's incredible. Maybe, so, maybe she was stealing your sweets. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah sleep, so. sleep snatcher. Yeah, yeah exactly. um, as as we now call them. Um, so I, um, yeah, I spent I spent five months in this state, um, and and on the good side, like I, I, it would get genuinely. I'd go to work. We start to work at ten, um, and. I'd already done like set six, seven hours of work by 10 a.m. Yeah. So I felt unbelievably productive. The flip side is obviously by three o'clock, so knackered, I'm like yeah. a zombie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like really, um, it was just really complicated because on the one side, I was like delighted um, that I, I got all these extra hours of the day into work because of the story I was telling myself. On the other side, I was like, this has got to be pretty bad for me. Oh, yeah. Um, so... Um, I carried on with this sort of experience at telling people about it. So I think what's really interesting about mental health is that you, you, you know, 
A, thank God in society, we're more comfortable talking about it. Mm, but yeah. B, it's the kind of thing that you, you you know, you don't announce it in like a company, like, guys, I've got insomnia. <laughs> well, I didn't actually recognise it was insomnia at the time. It was sort of after the fact that I was like, oh, that's insomnia. Someone ah, actually diagnosed it for me. Really? Because um, you don't, often, I think with any mental health disease, even anxiety, you're like, oh, I feel a bit shit. You don't like actually realise that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... I uh, went for dinner with a friend and she told me, um, she bought me this book called Optimum Nutrition for the Mind. Um, I was kind of, I tried sort of everything at this point, right? Like, well, I, I say everything. Like I, I was, to get to sleep, I was basically self-medicating by smoking a joint and having a glass of whiskey. Right. Because like I couldn't fall asleep otherwise. Mm. The problem is you wake up at 2 a.m. You're still kind of groggy from the joint. So sure. yeah, yeah. it wasn't a great start to every morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, that was sort of my crutch to get to sleep. The reality of when um, she bought me this book was I was extremely skeptical because A, I'd never heard of the idea of eating for your brain. Mm, yeah. And B, I'd never really actually considered um, the um, well, the idea of supplements, and especially like norm, like regular supplements that we all know about, having a big impact. Mm. Um, so anyway, I read the book, I took the supplements, I changed up my diet a bit, essentially to follow what the book was telling me. And within two weeks, I started to sleep till five, and I was like, that is phenomenal. Yes. Within a month, I was sleeping till seven. Woo. And I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lazy I, bugger. Like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, and then I basically like ever since, and uh, basically because my symptoms were so acute and nothing made them go away. Like if this had happened after a month, I'd have been like, well, maybe my insomnia just went away. But like yeah. after five months, you're like, shit, I'm living with this thing. It's like mm. a thing now. Yeah. Um. So when it actually went away and didn't come back, I was just like blown away. I was like, why don't more people know about, you know, how nutrition? Yeah. And basically micronutrients so call it whole foods or supplements why don't people actually know that that can actually impact your brain and help solve certain mental health problems yeah or avoid them in the first place exactly and it was like you know it's actually not a it's not in any kind of way a radical idea and <laughs> um, the fact that and i literally did like a sort of diagnosis i'm like i'm uh, like you know basically at the time 30 in shoreditch like you know white middle class male like sure. all of the bloody things where you're like i am in like that one percent of society mm. like fortunately where information does permeate you regularly right and bombarded with all the latest diet fads and intermittent fasting and keto and all the things mm. and i would never ever ever heard of the idea of just eating with your brain first yeah. to try and get over any symptoms and i was like that's just feels irresponsible and ridiculous because mm. People do make large jumps to extreme diets and to do extreme things, which I've been totally guilty of myself many times. But this stuff was simple. This was like eat more fish, eat more eggs, eat more vegetables, have a shitload of olive oil. Ah, mum was right. <laughs> <laughs> Ex yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, so I was like completely blown away. Um, and I started taking the, you know, the supplements that were recommended in the book, which again, nothing crazy. They're like B vitamins, um, yeah. omega-3, but with a high concentration of DHA. Um, which is essentially what your brain is made of. So when you start to understand why you're taking the things, it also helps a lot. It's like yeah. the classic. Someone tells you to take DHA omega-3 oil. You're like, 
why someone says your brain's made of dha you'd be like oh that actually sounds quite smart to have more of that yeah, yeah, yeah. um so it was that kind of journey and then on the on the flip side then understanding like what because basically obviously that had happened to me i was then really interested in like productivity and my business partner super interested in productivity as well so we started these customer interviews brought it together and basically we went to america um for a month and did market research as you do like thinking about a new business we wanted to start and obviously california obviously san francisco yeah, yeah. obviously the asshole yeah. of the world um, <laughs> oh my god and and um, we'd like to apologize to our san francisco listeners <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um but it was super interesting because uh, everyone was doing the same thing right everyone's on bulletproof coffee everyone's having yeah. the like you know yeah. the, the most extreme versions of everything um i came back and looked at the market being like look i want to do something in this space but i can't find anything there that i think is quite right um or responsible because excuse me basically the stuff that there's no need to cry down it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> the chemical stuff is mostly illegal and the herbal stuff has basically no efficacy yeah so it's like it's really hard when you're like desperately keen to do something in that space yeah i wasn't going to become a chef <laughs> terrible at cooking so i was like limited so in the meantime, I started writing a newsletter, which um, I called Dawn. And because I was doing so much research in the space, I was reading like basically science. So the other thing I was feeling was there's a load of these gurus everywhere who um, do a lot of biohacking and body hacking. And I follow them. I think they're interesting, etc. But I do believe there is uh, definitely concern in society for like false prophets. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a whole area of you know what's right for them isn't necessarily right for you and mm. i think there's a lot of diet fads that have gone way out of control mm. so and if you speak to nutritionists or dietitians they'll say the same thing right they're like it's not true that everyone should be vegan as an example mm. it's like a suggested diet for certain people mm -hmm. that works and for others it doesn't mm -hmm. it's kind of like everything um so i was like okay i'm gonna go and be boring i'm gonna read science journals and I'm going to understand more about neuroscience, more about psychology, more about the brain, and 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 then start understanding more about nutrition. So I was like doing that for a couple of months, telling my friends about it. I get very passionate about things quite quickly, and seeing this is my new thing, I was like, you know, obsessively uh, interested in sharing my experience of getting over this problem, and also like the research I was reading. And someone was like, why don't you actually just put that into a newsletter? Because yeah. the one thing I do like doing is 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 writing, and I'd always done a lot of writing, and whatever my um, whatever my previous roles were whether it was advertising or grabble like i was always doing the copywriting i really enjoy it so i started writing this newsletter um putting together essentially what i was finding from the science journals on how to optimize your brain based on science not just gwyneth paltrow's recommendations um we'd like to apologize to gwyneth paltrow exactly <laughs> oh, we, know, we know she's an avid listener so. <laughs> um and um how many more people do you think dan can offend i know <laughs> hopefully a couple more yeah. um, yeah. exactly um so i realized that um you know Joe Rogan might not be. No, I'm joking. I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare rinse him on your podcast. Don't worry. Don't worry. We apologise to Joe Rogan. Um, so yeah, I I I essentially realised that basically people don't really spend time reading science. Completely understandably, yeah, right? Yeah, science yeah. is fucking boring. And I get it. And I think it sometimes is a bit. It could be a bit tad 
uh, unaccessible as well. Yeah, it's totally yeah. inaccessible. If, like, if, that's, was, if that's not your, you know, if that's not what you've studied or, you know what I mean, if it's not your interest at all. Absolutely. Then... It's positioned in a way like that as well, right? Mm, yeah, it's exactly. positioned that it would be boring to read science. Yeah. yeah and yeah. when you actually read the science, I can tell you it's boring. <laughs> like PubMed is so boring. Yeah, yeah. If you're not a scientist, I'm not a scientifically trained, but, yeah. but, but the studies in there are all easy to access there's so much of it yeah. and it's interesting so i was like i can definitely turn this into something fun that's accessible and like i basically um said at the time but like science in english mm. which i think is a very simple way of explaining what the newsletter does yeah um and i was like if people understood more about how to optimize their brain genuinely and more about why eating certain foods and how they will impact your brain would help you, mm. then people might actually avoid having like mental health issues. Might do. I mean, I can't, I can't guarantee that's going to happen. But sure. I was into this whole sort of um, experience with, you know, the whole area with mental health is about um, uh, after it's happened apologizing for it after it's happened explaining your experience after it's happened you know post rationalizing what happened to try and stop it happening again but the idea that i sort of had with brain health which is like this whole other area which for some reason isn't something people were talking about is that could be preventative yeah and if it's preventative it's usually things basic things like have enough water eat the right foods sleep you know yeah it's like some basic stuff it's not that complicated but if you can make it fun and engaging and interesting then that should be the thing so that's who we started with the newsletter. Um, then I'm almost finished this first question, by the way. We've <laughs> <laughs> only got 20 more. It's all right. Yeah, excellent. Um, and then I, basically my business partner, uh, Joel, is, is, um, he's very different to me. So I like um, passion and emotion and things that basically that I can have some sort of touchy-feely personal experience with and the idea of like helping or improving someone else that's like my wheelhouse mm. he's like spreadsheets and market opportunity yeah he's just like I mean I just don't look I just don't even think about stuff like that right. so thank god he exists yeah. with me because I would just be doing just like you know cat buggies or something <laughs> um <laughs> Which, by the way, is a great idea. I already <laughs> trademarked it. And don't take my cat buggies idea away from me. Um, so the thing that he noticed, which I think was, is really smart, is that the nootropics industry looks massive when you are an entrepreneur because it feels like everyone's taking it. But if you actually zoom out of your like actually genuinely jokes aside like London arsehole lens and look at like well there's London on the list now so. <laughs> sorry London um, but if you look at like you know Britain or you go on a macro level and you actually look at what people take it was really interesting to us the multivitamin is the biggest category of vitamin 60% of people in the UK say they've taken a multivitamin in the last month most people when you ask them why they're taking multivitamin it's mostly an insurance policy they're not quite sure yeah. but it's better to have the stuff and not have it yeah um, so we're looking at that and realize that that's just a category that hasn't had any reinvention whatsoever, full stop. Like, I'd say for years, but actually just full stop, no one's bothered. So we're like, well, why don't we re... I mean, if we were to reimagine the multivitamin and make it brain first, what would that look like? Mm. Because the multivitamin itself doesn't have anything in it for your brain. It's all for your body. So we're like, you can buy brain supplements. The best-selling one in the UK is by Vitabiotics. It's like 10 quid. It's it's not good, but I'm not here to slag off other people's companies. It's very that's why on the list. Yeah, um, keep going down. You're gonna roll. But if you were to do the research, no, you're sure. Yeah, if yeah. you were to do the research, you can you can buy all the things. 
separately. So this is the thing that we started to do. We're like, okay, if we wanted to have a good um, a good daily supplementation of uh, of micronutrients for our brain, like the yeah. things we write in the newsletter, you should be eating. If we were to get the pills because we're busy and we're not going to cook all that stuff every day, like we're yeah. being honest. Okay. Um, what would we do? Where would we go? So, you know, you can go to places like Planet Organic or Whole Foods. The the quality of supplements there is superb. Um, oh, that was a compliment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this, this is the really sad thing with supplements. It's a bit like wine, which someone educated me years ago, but it's like you really get what you pay for. Yeah. So cheap supplements are full of, I mean, I've learned so much about the supplement industry, but cheap supplements are full of caking agents and fillers. So at the best of times, that's chalk. At the worst of times, cyanide. Which is absurd. Fun word. <laughs> it's mental. <laughs> it's is, mental. As they think, like, what can we use to fill this up? Put cyanide in there. It's fine. <laughs> like, why would you pick that? It's like a fairly well-known like <laughs> yeah. poison that people, if they saw it, would know it's a poison. But it's still in a lot yeah. of of products. Anyway, so we're like really blown away by how the the stuff is put together. And then, but you know, if you go places like Whole Foods or Planet Organic, you know, that that doesn't happen. You, you pay more for the supplements, but you also probably live a lot longer, which is kind of the point of taking the supplements in the first place. Can I have um, a, a cyanide? I mean, a brain a brain supplement, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always get those two mixed up. <laughs> um, it's just so similar. Exactly. So, so yeah, the idea for us was like, you know, what are the, what are the hero ingredients? Like, what, what are we buying? And what's the thing? So, like, we ended up having to spend like £90 a month on supplements, which is Ooh. outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was how we were getting the quality. And so we're like, look, well, can we turn that into a product? That's, that what, that's why it walks everywhere, because it can't afford <laughs> You can't afford to get the Damn gym. right. Damn right. <laughs> I'm getting the cheapest coffee in town as well. Um, but optimized. Optimized. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, so, so that was our thing. was like, can we reinvent this? And we're like, okay, well, um, like that's a very entrepreneurial way to look at things as yeah. in um, what's a big category what are people already doing um, and how would you approach it in a better way so our thing was like we'd have no caking agents no fillers mm. what you see is what you get so like if you've got the space of a pill you would put as much inside that as humanly possible mm. and then we're like the the main the main ingredient for your brain that's super important to have is DHA enriched omega three as I mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to make them vegan so that everyone can have them because actually vegans have much worse brain health because um, you really struggle to get um, a good brain diet from vegan. So vegans all supplement. I'm not saying all mm -hmm. vegans have bad brain health. I'm saying that you'll very rarely meet <laughs> a vegan. Say, just saved himself. Then. Yeah, <laughs> almost well, no, had vegan on the list. But what's look. interesting is you'll you, you'll never sure. meet a vegan that hasn't. Um, being told categorically how to supplement properly. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is no vegan um, like currently out there feeling fucking great, um, not supplementing as well. So it's right. absolutely fine to do that diet, but yeah, you've yeah. got to and you've got to pick good supplements. Hmm. So the other thing is interesting. If you speak to vegans versus non-vegans, non-vegans will buy like any old supplements. They want supplements because like they've heard it's good, whatever. But they don't do the research. Vegans do the research. They buy yeah. good, high-quality stuff because they need the bioavailability of what they're taking. And that's the interesting thing as well. So vegans actually end up being so much more informed about the why and what they're taking. Yeah, and I, the rest of the, they have to. Exactly. Yeah. And the rest of the population is just like, well, I mean it says it's that so I'll get that yeah um, so anyway we wanted to make it vegan so the best place to get that is from algae oil um, oh yeah I've heard that yeah so what we what we did was like okay algae oil is obviously an oil 
What would be really cool is if we injected a multivitamin inside the oil so it looked super different and cool. So, like, you know, we started, like, if you were to reinvent the multivitamin, it would look different, it would smell different, it would taste different. Oh, they're the worst. They're the worst to take, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the other thing is, like, my my experience with vitamins in general is that they taste like shit. Yeah, yeah. So they don't need to. Yeah. So we're like, we'll literally spray them with peppermint. <laughs> it's all the cyanide. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so our whole thing was like, let's just reinvent the whole entire thing. And then we're like, okay, that's like a very, like I say, entrepreneurial approach to it as in like, well, what's wrong with it? How do we make it better? But um, we wanted to have a very clear focus on how to impact the brain in the long term. So then we met um, this neuroscientist called Dr. Tara Swart. I say met. I stalked her on Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> So um, it was a great stalking. Isn't that, isn't that like the normal now for yeah, how you meet someone? Just, like, it really yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> so she wrote this awesome book called The Source. And The Source is this best-selling book in, um, on the brain in the UK. Um, and it's really awesome. It's all about reaching your potential and about how as she t- basically does it, a neuroscience um, approach to how to optimize your brain. So literally just using all the facts, explaining how your brain works and how you can use it to impact your life and have a better life. It's pretty simple, mm. um, but it's a really great book. She is very good at speaking in plain English. Mm. Um, but her background is she's a medical doctor of psychiatry originally, then um, a neuroscientist with a PhD in neurological pharmacology, which is essentially brain micronutrients so she's like the perfect background so i read this book and then read about her background and what she currently does she's a um an executive coach and has been for like the last 10 years and she lectures at mit and oxford so just like this woman is like (laughs) (laughs) i mean i know i know um and she's only 25 (laughs) no oh because i was like no no (laughs) way um but the the I mean it's super interesting. I just yeah. like that list is just exactly you know I'm looking to help people that want to perform more, use their brain, but understand that nutrition is like a massive part of that, and you can get most of this feeling from basically giving your brain the food it needs, the hydration it needs, and just understanding how it works. Yeah. And so I did stalk her on Twitter, and um, the best thing about having a newsletter as advice to any listeners is um, I had a thing that I could say, hey, I do this thing. Just like sign up or take a look at an, uh, an article because I was like, look, if I, I'm a random guy on Twitter, if I just like start trying to sell her something or like, you know, she's just, you know, she's going to say fuck off, yeah. mm. understandably. But if I was like, look, I do this thing, I think you might be interested, just take a look. And if you like it, let's chat. And if you don't, don't worry about it. Um, I've used that newsletter strategically now like four or five times to bring people on board to Uh, the mission and it's been so valuable so i like actually i never thought that was going to be a smart i never thought that was going to be an application of the newsletter i was doing it to get people interested in the topic and essentially like a community of readers Mm. um using it strategically to bring on advisors as part of your mission before you actually have a physical product ready to show people has been a great strategy Mm. accidental strategy Mm. um so anyway she read it she liked it she came on board she reformulated what we were doing so she was basically like you know if i was going to do this product this is what i put into it this is how much this is why etc and so she's come on board as our chief science officer which is Uh, awesome that is cool um and basically we started building this like you know this this company which won't launch publicly till january 2020 
um but through the newsletter like we're launching a product from october just just to our newsletter subscribers mm-hmm. um which is like in it's gone through testing already so it's sort of ready for public sale yeah um but we just want to like you know take it slow up until january 2020 course, and yeah. it's been a really really fascinating ride i've never i've never built a physical product before um i never knew how hard that was yeah um I, you know my last companies were tech and it's it's not easier it's just different oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. um the a lot of hours in the garage i imagine just like yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> no, you, for, fortunately rap, it's not me personally as making you those pills. each and individual yeah i'll be in the corner yeah i mean it's interesting it's like basically just like glorified project management mm. um but when you work with manufacturers um getting them all on the same timeline has been the, the biggest lesson that i've had in terms of how hard this is yeah yeah um you would just have one guy who's just like just doesn't give a fuck and he's like I'll do it for you in six months and you're like everyone else is doing their thing for their ingredient or their part of the process all together and then one person's like can't be asked." oh man um so that's been a really good learning curve in like patience (laughs) there you go mostly yeah yeah (laughs) Um, so sorry that was a long answer all we asked was how are you <laughs> yeah exactly you actually asked me if I wear tassels on my oh, right. and the answer was no I don't obviously and yeah. cargo shorts are lame <laughs> well that's a really uh, really interesting story and we've we've checked out uh, Try Dawn and Dawn so. <laughs> yeah, you, also, you also did check out today's Pakistani yeah. news yeah. I have to say that's the best Pakistani news yeah. I've ever seen yeah. <laughs> but Try Dawn the website uh, is is really good actually it's really really cool and I, it, it's right because I think as well people don't have time to research that's why people just go oh my friend said this I'll do it I've done that all the time but the really nice thing about this is it takes like a minute if that and sometimes even less, and 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 you can go into and search more and stuff because I've read a few of the articles because mm. I've suffered from mental mental health issues as well. And reading it, it's like I wish I knew this. I mm. wish I knew this before, mm. so you can recognise things and you can deal with it quicker rather than letting it build up and becoming more of an issue than it than it had to be if I'd you know if I'd been eating properly or if I'd kind of applied some of the some of the advice that's given in Tridon. And it's really nice, it's really easy, and it just gets sent to your email. So you don't even need to go on the website or anything, you just sign up, it takes a, a second, and it's done. It's yeah, that's, that's it, it's just, like my, I, I mean, it was an interesting choice to choose Sunday, but my idea was, you know, just like, make it super simple, send yeah. something short on Sunday. When everyone's relaxing, kind of thing. Yeah, because yeah. kind of who, who really bothers like sending stuff on Sunday? I get so many emails during the week yeah. and then interestingly on Sunday, no one bothers. So yeah, I was yeah. like, well, this would be a lovely time. And in theory, I mean, there's a lot of like, you know, science behind planning for your week ahead. Mm. So, you know, people who plan about what they're doing the day before or the week before are so much more likely to accomplish their goals that mm. they set out for the week. So then I was like, you know, even though it's a bit intrusive to email people on Sunday, mm. it does kind of stand to reason that it's very helpful to start thinking about how your brain's going to work for the coming week then. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, do you know what's good as well is actually the, because um, I do my shopping on the Monday and uh, the recipes that are included mm. and the one of the... <laughs> This sounds really privileged. One of the biggest challenges of my life is figuring out what I'm going to cook that week. Because <laughs> it's annoying because you're just like, oh, I had yeah. that last week. What do I cook and stuff? But there's, there's, it's kind of given to you. And so you're like, oh, well, if I want to, if I want my brain to do well, I'll just follow these recipes. And you're just giving advice. And it's just a bit of a life hack kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of what you said. Like all your friends give you advice all the time. Mm. 
and it happens to me too but it's hard it's so hard like you don't know what to trust yeah exactly and it's very easy for someone else to come in and be like well just trust me but it's like that's exactly why I'll only only write about stuff that's from a science paper yeah 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 full stop yeah because yeah it's also not like you should believe everything you read in science because you know what I've learned about science is super interesting is you know if you put the two smartest scientists in the world in a room together they probably disagree with each other over Mm. tiny technicality Mm. um, on the same thing they're both trying to do the same thing achieve the same goal they think the other one's a fucking idiot. Mm. Um, they're both genius. They just have a different approach. Yeah, yeah. And so even science, as someone who's been researching it now, I've been kind of blown away by it. Even that is a bit complicated and murky, but mm. it's still a lot better than just like someone's random opinion after doing their own thing for a year and then being amazing at social media marketing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. You, if you package things well, then a lot of people, that's almost almost more important than what is actually packaged, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> so the nice thing about this is you can you can read it and then you go, this is where the actual research, this is the actual science behind it. And if you want to, you can learn more. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Thank you. No worries. <laughs> yeah. Actually, one article that I found was really good was um, it's one about tricking yourself out of anxiety. Oh, yeah. Just because I like... There's obviously been. I, I think everybody suffers from anxiety in some kind of degree, whether it's be like kind of high nerves or anything like that. But like, you can't always avoid it. Like, it's just part of life, isn't it? Whereas when you put it away, it's like just turn it into something positive. Like, turn it into tell yourself that you're being excited for something rather instead, like you're like a job interview or meeting someone for the first time or anything like that. Just turn it on and positive. And it's just it's simple. Like, I think like Joe said, like just like life hacks, where it's just like it's not anything big or anything that's probably even heard before in your life but it's just like gentle reminders every week that just like keep you going so yeah totally and it's I mean I was having this conversation yesterday with Tara um, who's the chief science officer and she was she was telling us I mean she's great because she does so much research because she did her book she did two years of research for the book um, so she's like full of anecdotes which is right, great yeah. saves us lots of time yeah um, but it's interesting I was telling her how um, this summer I basically I read somewhere. So I, this is a stu- this is a good example of stupid science, but I I <laughs> I like it. Okay. Um, which is and I'll explain why this is stupid because it doesn't actually make any sense. But basically, they did this research. They found out that uh, men who were able to um, do thirty press ups or more were far less likely, like exponentially less likely, to get a heart attack. Um, uh, and therefore have better better heart health and longevity. The reason why that's a stupid thing oh is because no, I'm, I'm on 29. Oh no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the reason why that's stupid science is because obviously the correlation is probably more like if you can do 30 press-ups, you're probably healthy. You probably do loads yes. of other things yeah, anyway. Yeah. And so it's not about the 30 press-ups at all. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> right. Um, but I found it super interesting and I was laughing with a friend of mine and I was like, well, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get to 30 press-ups because at the present moment I can probably do like seven or eight right and so i basically added uh one a day um that was this summer so like i I did my 30 press-ups this morning but it was just by adding one a day so after like 20 days or whatever i was up to 30 which was really interesting and then i was explaining to her i found it super hard to get past 30 um which i find interesting right i was like i did one a day i got up to 30 i've got to like 33 but not I'm back sh- down. I'm back down to thirty. Now, if that makes sure. sense, right? Huh? <laughs> He's showing off now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I've gotten back down to thirty because right. I can't get past it. And I'm like, that's weird to me. Like, why mm. was I able to get there? And so she was telling me, actually, it's because your target is thirty. 
in your mind and you've set a target in your mind so 30 is your limit and your brain is literally controlling your body in terms of that so she's giving me some really interesting science on performance and how with athletes if you're trying to run a mile you'll generally be knackered by like three quarters of it if you're trying to run 10 miles you'll be knackered by 7500 whatever whatever the target that you've set is your brain starts to get knackered by a certain percentage it tells your body that you're more knackered by a certain Cause, percentage cause of you're it. You're close and so yeah, yeah. exactly. I, that's so true because I I run, I'm showing off now. Yeah, please. And, and I've been I've been doing half marathons this summer, uh, but the other day I was like, I'll just do 10k because I've, I've only got an hour. So I ran and I got to like 6k and I was like, oh, I'm I'm struggling. And that oh, you've just that is so <laughs> interesting. It's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Good. so interesting. So um, I mean, funny enough, I I didn't bother pretending I was going to do 40 this morning because I was actually <laughs> running late. As you know, I was only just on time. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to use that tomorrow and be like, I'm, I'm aiming for 40 and see where I get to. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, so yeah, you learn lots of fascinating things about the brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, that is... Because you do it through... through um, just like literally, like, I mean, we only discovered Tridorn like a, a month or so ago. Yeah. Um, and just like reading some of the articles, you do learn some like mad things. So like one of my favorite articles is, is the one... Um, just make a bloody decision. Oh, yeah. And I've had so many people write in about that one. Oh, really? It's quite a popular <laughs> yeah, yeah. one, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I can't believe that you take you make 35,000 decisions a day. Mm. Like, I, I, if I would have guessed it, like, tw- 20, you know, like, what do we eat for <laughs> breakfast? And what do we go to bed? Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... I can't believe that, but it's and it's true, and it's funny how like much pressure we put on like simple decisions. The other day, I spent like a whole hour trying to decide what water bottle to buy, mm. and I was just like, "This is not." A- I actually spent about ten minutes trying to decide a water bottle the other day as well. Oh, there you go, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like this is not a big deal. Like it does, <laughs> they all do the same thing. Mm. It's not like one like squirts it into my mouth or anything like that. Like there's a there's an idea for you down. <laughs> Sure. I'm still on cat buggy. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> All right, it's my idea then. <laughs> but like, yeah, and uh, it's just, it's just funny. I've like how much time I waste just making silly decisions, or and so on, and how much like I guess small anxiety you kind of get around that and stuff. Like, oh, will I regret this and all that kind of thing, and how it just quick four steps into give yourself a time limit. So if I went there, right, you've got two minutes to make a decision, make a decision, you know, just think outside the box or how would this be applicable, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, and it just would save me time, save me stress. And all of a sudden, like life becomes so much easier. Mm. And it's like, I've got 30,000, I've got a 35,000 more decisions <laughs> I don't have time for this. Exactly. I don't have time for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which shots do I buy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, yeah. And it hopefully your listeners do too. Yeah. yeah. You are, you're planning to expand it though, aren't you, as well? It's, it's going to expand into an app and to a yeah, so, podcast Yeah, well. our vision our vision is to create, like I say, a holistic brand for the brain. So the mm. idea, you know, the supplements is because, I mean, we would only create a like, very, very limited supplement range based on the science behind the brain like health and performance we can create mm. um so that's why it'd be so limited because there's not just not enough evidence of everything else um but the idea is that is sort of a gateway into better brain health like the other side of it is obviously and this is how people attribute whether they've got a healthy brain or they're performing is more around their mindset so if you can help people achieve more and that's usually and we have this really complicated um decision to make this and which is why we haven't built any tech yet which is how do you help people make better decisions Mm. and uh, have impact in their life at the same time as not being intrusive 
So the great thing about the email, for example, is it's once a week. I feel very comfortable about that level of communication. Um, you know, I don't feel comfortable with the amount that social media apps, you know, nag you and nudge you all the time, which spikes your dopamine. That's, you know, that's yeah. not, not not positive behavior. Mm. So you have the sort of interesting dichotomy where like you want to create something that can help people build better habits and their daily life that helps them achieve more yeah whilst not nudging them so regularly that you're part of the problem yes um and because we don't know what that equation is yet we've just got a bunch of things we're trying so i mean the email the email and what content people respond to really well is actually just one example of things mm. where we'd be like decisions has had such a big response rate from people that have been sending me like literally not even I've even asked which I usually do mm. um, but so many people have shared the kind of decisions that they've been making um, based off that email mm. it's very clear to me that that's a big one a big one yeah. that people would like some help with so then it's like okay we'll stick that into product roadmap and think about how that can be developed at some point but mm. at the moment the idea is um, creating I guess like a list of the things and then figuring out how to build them but in my mind you know having a place where you can go to get a really great source of brain nutrition a really great so source of scientifically proven information and content written in like essentially a millennial way that's like fun and engaging and then actually like the technology to back it up and help yeah. you along your way that's the vision for the company great um it's all baby steps yeah yeah to course. get there yeah yeah but if you just sign up i'm sure it'll all will all be kind of exactly just sign up guys sign up. Yeah. yeah yeah so just confirm they can go to trydawn.co to so, sign up yeah so um as of today trydawn.co as of <laughs> i guess september oh september okay as of september it will be uh, yourheights.com amazing so just confirm so if you don't mind saying you're 30 years old is that correct no i'm 32 now oh you're 32 now yeah. okay oh, so you've <laughs> way past your 20s way now past, way yeah. past yeah do you mind sharing just a little bit maybe advice for any of us who are going through our 20s maybe sure your most embarrassing story from your 20s um my most embarrassing story I mean, there's there's a lot. I feel like most of my relationships were pretty embarrassing um, <laughs> uh, in general. Um, I would say I had I had a good one yesterday, um, but then I'm not. I, I kind of realised it was more embarrassing for the other person, and so that. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Drag them to the dirt. Back. Yeah, exactly. Well, you have offended a lot of people. So <laughs> I have. Yeah, the time Joe Rogan uh, wiped my ass for me was incredibly embarrassing. Um, so you know, uh, being being really honest, um, at the time I felt like a really embarrassing uh, moment was. Um, when my past company Grabble failed because I was unable to. Right. Okay. It's a really weird one. I don't like on reflection. I don't. I don't anymore think that's embarrassing. I think that's sure. really yeah. uh, a, a really important moment in my life where I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, but I felt definitely like deep shame, and in that sense, oh. it was like very embarrassing to have managed to have convinced people that you can do something and you can go against the odds and actually achieve yeah. mm. and had and had which we had had uh you know a lot of the relative success that comes from that then when your ego like just 
dives off a cliff super humbling and very mm. embarrassing mm, um so i, I know that's not I like don't the most feel like we can laugh at this story though no, no, you? Oh, yeah. you, can, you can laugh <laughs> you can laugh with pleasure i will just find you um so um no look so that that's a really bad one i've got a much more childish one i was in um i was in vegas and um i and this is pretty embarrassing um i was in a big uh, shopping mall with mm. my friends and we'd just gone to like a seafood buffet um and um i basically shat myself on an elevator wearing <laughs> white shorts oh, no. <laughs> that's why you always stick to the black Sorry, not oh, elevator escalator oh. Wait, people were behind me <laughs> terrible and i had to go to the toilet and i went in and i basically had to dump my pants under the you know you like lift yeah. the lid up where people put guns in in mafia films <laughs> I put my pants oh my but gosh terrible and terrible I, I presume somebody brought you other yeah yeah I, was, uh, I mean the oh, flip you side post, I was, you, you, you put them and left under, them in the toilet left them there okay, okay. <laughs> yeah someone found them um, so you mean what you mean underwear yeah underwear because in Manchester pants means trousers oh do they yeah yeah, yeah underwear, so, underwear okay so I thought and you just walked out <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. rather than like, on the plus side I was in a shopping mall so yeah, I was exactly. like please go get me some shorts yeah. my friends obviously rinsing me for the rest of the time but yeah that was pretty embarrassing <laughs> that's, that's a good yeah. story that's a good story that is good I like that one yeah, yeah. that's good white shorts <laughs> 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 exactly. I bet at home just be like I knew it this whole time that's why I never wear white, them yeah. white shorts aren't on the list are they no well they are now that's they, they are for, yeah. Yeah, for me definitely yeah very good thank you so much excellent yeah Okay, great. Well, uh, that's that's pretty much everything. So, Dan, where can people find you on social media? They can find me at Dan Murray Serta because I got married and I'm so millennial I took my wife's name oh, I nice. joke about it as in it's my slave name but it's just much really appropriate um, <laughs> but I've said it again and now he's offended his wife yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> that's probably um, the worst one to offend she owns me <laughs> right um, so yeah so just uh, my, my my first name my surname Sorry. and my sla- uh, wife's <laughs> um, so Dan Murray Serta and that's on Instagram Twitter and LinkedIn that's okay. the great thing about taking an extra name though because suddenly like it, yeah. no one's got my name yeah, yeah. so I could just change everything to the same and that's yeah, quite yeah. useful <laughs> and people can also follow your cats can't they they can follow if Archie not, and not, Bells not on... interested at all anything we've said exactly <laughs> they can follow Archie and Bells on Instagram you can be one of the nine and a half thousand followers of them if you like that's yeah, quite yeah. impressive not gonna lie yeah, yeah. that is good that's so much more than me <laughs> I wouldn't know. I just, I'm not very good at social media. Like, really, yeah. as in, I don't really know what I'm doing. But yeah. cats, this is easy. where you thrive. Yeah. They're Love excellent. It. They're excellent yeah. at social media. That's true. <laughs> and to find, so you go on the website, Try Dawn, and then Try Dawn has its own Instagram page as well, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, so Dawn has um, at We Are Dawn. Yes, perfect. Very Thank good. you. But that will change to. That will change to Your Heights. Your Heights, okay. Just to add a bit more confusion. Though. Nice, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you can remember all of this, very impressive. <laughs> yeah. And I guess the last thing that I would logically plug here is um my podcast yes a podcast yes yeah yeah um which is called secret leaders and um we interview um a lot of top entrepreneurs so series four is coming out in november we've got the founders of slack and deliveroo and grenade and huel which is very cool um and our last series we had the founders of ClassPass and we transfer and Calm and a whole bunch of other interesting yeah. ones. Shazam, Just Eat. Yeah. So it's, good people. It's really good, yeah. even if, because we're not very like business CEO people, but uh, 
even if you listen to it, you can learn a lot. I really like the Joe Malone. Yeah, she's Joe awesome. Malone. Yeah, she was really she's cool. so likable. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Really interesting story. Like really kind of uh, interesting, humble background and, like, and candid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really cool. Mm. So, so it is good to check out, even if you're not necessarily interested in business. Completely agree. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just like they're, they're people exactly. having experiences. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's not actually a very businessy podcast. No, uh, no, talk no. to them about just their experience exactly. and their emotions going yeah. through them mostly. So, I mean, a Joe Malone one's a really good example. Yeah, yeah. Excellent, very good. And if you're listening to this podcast, you can <laughs> carry on listening, please. We appreciate it. <laughs> and you can also find us on Instagram at HTSY20S. So, how to survive your 20s in uh, abbreviations. And our email is also HTSY20S at gmail.com. Amazing. Well, thank you very much. And we'll see you. Uh, let's speak to you guys next time. Thank you very much. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.